Hi there, it's Rachel Martin, and you're listening to Parenting Teens Podcasts. Hi there. On this episode, I've got a special guest, Simon Morrikin from HMRC. And I'm not going to lie, I was a little bit sceptical as to why HMRC offered to join me to talk with parents and carers of teenagers. But trust me, this one really works. In today's episode, we're going to cover things about child benefit. So if your teenager has just left education and you're not sure if you're still eligible to get those payments, it's well worth a listen to find out how all that works. There's a deadline of the 31st of August to let HMRC know to make sure that your payments don't stop. So probably better to listen sooner rather than later on that one. We're also going to look at national insurance numbers and how to find it if you can't find the piece of paper that came through in the post. There's a really easy method here because apparently they don't send the cards out anymore for you to just keep in your wallet. But that's fine. They've got a new up to date way of doing it. And finally, we're going to look at the national minimum wage. We all know teens like to earn their own cash, but it's always worth finding out how to make sure that your teen's getting a fair pay for the work they're doing. So I was a bit of a sceptic, but having recorded this, I'm fully converted. There definitely is some really important information to learn from HMRC. So give it a listen, and I hope you learned as much as I did. Thank you so much for coming on, Simon. I know it's a, a bit of a worrying time for people with cash and things like that. And child benefit is such a brilliant thing um, that we've all had for so long. But is it when it comes to child benefit for teenagers, um, actually... Do some parents lose it or can everybody keep it? What's the kind of guidelines on that one? Well, you're absolutely right, Rachel. For everyone at the moment, keeping an eye on the money is is crucial. I know I've yeah. just been checking whether I need to fix energy bills, whether I need to change yeah. my shopping each week. Um, yeah. and child benefit is one of the things that we, like so many other parents, um, use and it, and it helps. And anyone can claim child benefit if they're responsible for bringing up a child who is under 16. Or, and the crucial thing, is, as you mentioned, about for teenagers and parents of teens, yeah. you can actually claim child benefit for if your uh, children are under 20 and they stay in approved education or training. And if they've got to live in the UK, but there's actually no limit to how many children they can claim for. So... Oh. And it's important to realise there's more to child benefit than just the payments too, because as a parent, if you're claiming child benefit, you will actually receive national insurance credits, which count towards your state pension. So if like my other half, she's at home at the moment, she's off with the kids on maternity leave, she's not working, which means she doesn't get the national insurance, she's not paying national insurance on a wage. Yeah. claiming the child benefit does count towards your state pension for the time that you're out of work looking after kids. So that's a, okay. a bonus for child benefit. And also it makes sure that your child, teen, automatically yeah. gets a national insurance number where, when they're 16 years old. So it's still nice. important to apply for child benefit, even if your partner earns over the threshold because what you can actually do is you can you can claim child benefit but opt out of receiving the payments that might sound odd but what it means is you do still receive the national insurance credits if you're off and not working and your child will get their national insurance number at the age of 16 um 
it's really easy to check if you can apply and how you need to do it. You can you can read more on gov.uk. Just search claim child benefit. But that key is the 31st of August deadline that if your child is going on into um, the full time non advanced education and we can talk through that in a minute. But if yeah. you're 16 and over, you can actually continue in some circumstances to claim that child benefit money. Oh, who I never knew it had these secret little extra things behind it as well. <laughs> but then that's sure. So I never because yes. it's not something I'm going to search or need to know. But now I know it's like, oh, actually, that's really Ab interesting. Absolutely. That's it. Until you look at these things and you read through the article on like gov.uk, it actually helps <laughs> a lot, you know, qualifying for that national insurance number that we all know. The minute you start a job, the first thing they ask, what's your yeah. national insurance number? <laughs> <laughs> you never know never find it never no. find that card anymore it's madness so but we will get to that one there's a, a wicked answer for that one but and and the um state pension credits just yeah no no idea at all that it actually triggers further than that you just kind of think it's a benefit you get for having kids then you take it or you leave it but yeah it's really good to know that there's more more stuff that comes with it without yeah because yeah. I let's be honest I'm not going to read that article on .gov I'm just not just knowing that if you if one of your if your partner earns more money than than is allowed to claim for child benefit you can still register for child benefit opt out of receiving the payments but it'll fill in your national insurance credits yeah so that then well, helps for your result. state pension yeah yeah, yeah, just and well, and you'd always be silly not to really because you bopped out, job's done, that's it, it's a one off yeah, job. And then so. it's done, yeah, and just keep it yeah. updated, keep your eye on it every year. If something changes, just log in and update it on the app. Yeah, fab. So you mentioned in there as well that obviously when kids leave at 16, if they go into, we will get to the approved education posh word thingies, but <laughs> at what age you met, I'm sure you mentioned a minute that, that it was up, so it's up to 20 that you can actually claim for child benefit still. Yeah, that's right. If they're under 20, um, you will still be able to claim for child benefit. So this is wow. if if you're if you're a parent or a carer of a young person aged over 16 yeah. um, and they're staying in full time non advanced education or training. Yeah. Let us know. Now, it's important that if you're wanting to continue to claim that child benefit, you need to let us know, as you said, Rachel, by the 31st of August after yeah. your child's 16th birthday. Right. If you don't tell us that they're staying on in that non-advanced education, your payments will automatically stop because it's assumed that they've gone on to do something else and they won't right. qualify. But if it's non-advanced or if it's approved education or training, above the age of 16 uh, then then you can tell us about it and the uh, child benefit payments can continue magic so so the obvious next question it what, what is this non-advanced or approved education or trade <laughs> what what is it How do, who fits who doesn't good question so the education must be full-time and that's yeah. more than an average of 12 hours a week supervised study or course-related work experience. So examples of these can include A-levels or similar, okay. uh, T-levels, the Scottish hires, NVQs, and other vocational qualifications up to level three. Don't worry about trying to remember all this. You can go on gov.uk <laughs> and search claim child benefit, and it will talk you through it all. It also includes home education if it started before your child turns 16 or after 16 if they've got special needs. And traineeships in England are included as well. 
So wow. you, you can claim your child benefit after the age of 16 if your child is carrying on with A-levels, T-levels, home education, if it started before they turned 16. Magic. And of 12 hours a week, that's that's brilliant yeah. to know that because obviously not all of them manage the three, four A-levels that some people go for and you could kind of worry then if you'd still be eligible. But yeah, 12 hours, that's brilliant. If, if your child if your child is studying an advanced I'm talking I'm saying child here at 16 right well yeah no it's fine <laughs> <laughs> if your teenager is studying like an advanced course it's like a uni degree or one I did myself a BTEC um, yeah. then you can't get child benefit because that's the advanced education we're talking about um, right. or if a course is paid for by an employer so that's when you can't get your child benefit but for the other situations I described um that education is full-time more than average of 12 hours a week supervised yeah. study or course related course related work experience then then you can continue to claim but you've got to let us know by the end of August okay in which case another thing I know that I'd potentially worry about is what happens if I tell you guys that my child is staying in education but then for some awful reason they decide they don't want to carry on or they stop do do I need to let you know what happens in that situation if your child decides that they don't attend education anymore just let us know as soon as you can you can do it quickly and easy online just go to gov.uk and search child benefit. It talks you through step by step there. Click, click, click through the pages. Um, and you can complete the online form as well to tell us if your child is leaving that approved education or training. Um, and it's that easy. Go online, tell us. And that way, we're not going to be paying you money that you might have to pay back. Brilliant. Brilliant. Yeah. Well, it makes sense. And, you know, we all understand that it'll, it'll have to come back if we don't let you know. So it's it's nice to hear it can all be done on a line. It's all quite a quick process. Um, you know, you get the fear of like, oh, no, I just want to sort it out. So when it's online, yeah. that makes it a lot easier and a bit of a less worry. So it all sounds it all sounds quite straightforward when you kind of understand it and that there's support on your website to kind of help us through it. So so where where do they go to fill out this questionnaire and let you guys know to sign up to continue their child benefit? So it's really easy. You can do this on gov.uk and search child benefit or yeah. you can log into the HMRC app, which oh. um, a lot of people don't know about. Some people do, some don't. And um, it's really handy. It's in all the app stores as usual, just the way you'd normally get an app on your phone or tablet. Uh, download it. It's obviously free. Download it. Get it from the app store or Google Play. You yeah. sign in using your government gateway ID, which okay. if you've if you've ever accessed anything to do with government online that's the way of securely checking that it's you you know you get the little text number or phone call with a number that you type yeah. in as a code and get logged in so when you first get the app you use your government gateway id to sign in that makes sure it's all set up and secure once that's set up sign into the app you can then set up a pin like or a fingerprint or mine does the face recognition id um, yeah. and under there you'll find a little set there's about about five or six boxes like pay as you earn self-assessment that kind of thing and there's also child benefit there so you can oh. you can you can find out and adjust your child benefit claim at your fingertips on the app and you just need to let us know by the 31st of august that to let us know that your child will be continuing in that approved education or training brilliant brilliant so i think hopefully that that covers the child benefit side of who can who who can't 
where to find out more. And I, I think I think we might have stressed the 31st of August um, <laughs> as the deadline. That's the, that's the key. Get it done because it's closer yeah. than you think, right? It's closer than yeah. you think the end of August. So if they miss the 31st of August, can you jump in like in October if you think, oh, I didn't do it? Or if you miss the boat because it's a once a year thing? It, so I know that your payments will automatically stop if you have if you haven't clicked continue claiming child benefit by the yeah. 31st, the payments will stop. If you then get in touch with us and provide the, the you know, fill in the questionnaire about the advanced education, yeah. then I'm sure something can be sorted out. Kicked but, back in. But in, yeah. in, in the meantime, between the 31st and August and you doing that, there will be that gap. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that makes sense. So one of the other things that um, you very kindly said you'd help with, especially when it comes to parents um, with teenagers, it's summer, they want cash. Um, we're now at the point where it's like, well, go and get your own cash. Um, <laughs> and to, to do that, to get a job, one of the key things um, that they need that they never realise they need till they start is going to be that national insurance number. And you mentioned earlier about they should get it before their 16th birthday. If you're claiming your child benefit, that's the system that should kick in. One of those things I know is super important, but I know my kids won't have a clue is super yeah. important. <laughs> yeah, that's it. I mean, I, I know people who memorise their national insurance number. I've never wow. been able to do. Uh, I remember the days where you got sent a card, like a little yeah. card. That, that doesn't happen anymore. But oh, you no. do. You do receive a letter with your national insurance number on, but you will know more than anyone, Rachel, from doing this podcast that teens now, very yeah. different to the way where we were teens, the way we behaved was just different. So we might have yeah. had a folder that we kept letters in. These yeah. days, we know that things are that on demand and through apps and instantly available that really not a lot of people store letters these days. You know, no. they think, I can actually been that and if i need it i can bring someone and find out yeah is what they think so not a lot of people are keeping their national insurance number to hand or they're taking that bit of paper and shoving it away somewhere and what we yeah. do know is that this time of year as people are applying for jobs a summer job or their first job they're being asked what's your national insurance number and they go oh, what we don't know where it is and a lot yeah. of the calls that we get and people you know are ringing us and taking time out of their day to just to get the number that they have got and they don't realize that it's as simple as getting it on the app oh come on the app yes. scores again <laughs> yeah as simple as that and actually i i used it a lot recently because a few months ago i needed my national insurance number for a job and you open the hmrc app and right at the top of it is your national insurance number it's that oh. simple. so if it comes to for instance a, a teenager wanting to get their national insurance number do, so if they download the app will that come up on yeah on is that how that works for them to do it? i obviously can't do it as their parent they do it they'll need a government gateway login which we've okay. already we've already talked about um and once you're into the app you can like i said you can just view your national insurance number which is often just enough you might read it out on the phone but yeah. also, if you are of the younger generation these days and you're used to things, you know, just, just being digital, you can yeah. actually save, print and share a full PDF version of your national Ooh. insurance number confirmation letter through the app. Brilliant. Well, see, and I can see that that will potentially be something that employers ask for more and more that way rather than you just yes. voting it and stuff. If that ability is there. Yeah, um, and it makes as a sixteen-year-old, it makes you look quite clued up if you do that, doesn't it? 
Absolutely. That's definitely it. Look at me. I'm organised, Mr. New Employer. Here, here <laughs> well, is my national insurance number downloaded from HMRC for you. Check very, that out. <laughs> it's very slick, isn't it? And it, it yeah. means if, if, if you know, you know, if you need it to start a new job, but remember applying for a driving license or even student finance, it can it can oh, wow. it can save you up to fifteen days because you don't have to wait to call, wait for a letter to come through the post. Just yeah. get it on the app. And the other and the other big way. bonus is as well, you can actually, you can stick it in the, if you've got an Android, you can yeah. add your national insurance number to the Google wallet as oh, well. Come on. <laughs> you guys have Apple, been busy. And, and in the <laughs> Apple one as well. So that's that's then really easy. You know, it's just, it, it's for the people who are listening to your podcast. It's 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 a way of helping your teams yeah. organise their 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 data isn't it their information yeah organize their admin so that when they go yeah. for the job and they sat in the interview or maybe they arrive somewhere for an interview and the lady comes over sits them down says would you like a coffee before you get an interview oh can yeah. i have your national insurance number yeah you know, that could really set you off to a bad start if you suddenly panic you don't yeah. know it if you've got it saved yeah. on the hmrc app and in your in your wallet on your phone it's such an important piece of information for them to hold and control for themselves i think it's really important that they it's their app it's their number it's stored their way it just it to me it just is such a nicer way for teenagers to introduce themselves to the world of take this the right way simon scary hmrc with all the information you guys <laughs> have and hold that makes it more accessible and more well just easier for them because that's what it's about really isn't yeah it? it is it and that's what we do you know we we keep an eye on how the world is evolving and the world is changing yeah and we know that teenagers probably won't remember to carry a card around or they will yeah. lose a letter and that's not disrespecting them when i was a teen i'd have lost my letter if it wasn't for mum or dad organizing me with a folder yeah but we're aware we keep an eye on how things are changing for people that's why we create the app that's why we stick the national insurance number on there. We know that people sometimes need that confirmation yeah. letter rather than just the number. Ping yeah. it out as a PDF from the HMRC app. Um, you know, so we keep an eye on how things are changing and we try to evolve with that just to make it easier for people. Yeah, no, cracking. Absolutely cracking. Brilliant. I mean, to be honest, there's other places that if we could just eke you out to, <laughs> to go and get them to come up to date as well, that would be really, really cool. But brilliant. Yeah, makes a massive difference. So we've kind of touched on the world of summer jobs, kids earning um, and things like that. And it's the one thing I found myself is that that step over from just washing the car and getting paid a fiver to actually doing a part time job during the summer you know where they're employed and stuff you start stepping into minimum wage and how old they are it, it can all be really really confusing so actually when it comes to the different ages or education they're in how does the national minimum wage work when you're under that that is 23 I think it is where you become part of the 10 pound whatever it is an hour yeah. how does it work when it's under that is there yeah. any rules yeah, so it's 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 broken down the national minimum wage, the hourly rates, which came into effect on the first of April this year, twenty twenty three. So okay. as you say, if you're age twenty three or over, that's the ten pounds forty two that you'll get okay. an hour. If you're aged twenty one to twenty two, it's ten pounds eighteen. If you're okay. eighteen to twenty, it's seven pounds forty nine. Or if you're aged under 18, it's £5.28. 
just one okay. other thing to note is if you're an apprentice, it's £5.28, the same as being under 18. But what's really what's really key with all of this through summer jobs is yeah. just to remember that if you are a worker, you must be paid the minimum wage. And it's down to your employer to do that. A worker is, is if you've entered into a contract of employment. Any, okay. any other agreement where you provide a work work or services for someone else. If you're self-employed or you're a voluntary worker, that's different. But if you're applying for a job at a business and you get it, make sure, yeah. especially through summer, because, you know, these jobs come and go very quickly and you might not have chance to check. Check that yeah. you're getting the minimum wage, because if you do an honest day's work, that's why it's there. It's there to make sure you get paid. The, the going rate that's it's legally binding for companies oh so if if you do that obviously i imagine there's loads of teens out there who've picked up summer jobs um whilst they've got the time or especially after they've finished exams and had months off to be honest what do you do if you're if you work out that you're not being paid that is there anything you can do yeah absolutely so uh, what you can do if you check and you think you aren't being paid the national minimum wage, and there should be no shame in raising this if you have any doubt whatsoever, because this is money that you're entitled to. Yeah. The first thing to do is check your pay, have a good look, double check it with someone else who's good with numbers, because, yeah. you know, obviously you get your pay slip through, your tax is coming off your national insurance, perhaps, depending yeah. on how much you're earning. Um, just have a good check of it. If you think then you're being underpaid, you can report it online to HMRC. And what uh -huh. you need to do is go to gov.uk and search for minimum wage complaint. Or the other body that helps out with this is ACAS. ACAS have a helpline. And what they do is they offer confidential free advice. They offer advice on all sorts of issues to do with um, employment. Um, they, they look after... Um, your workplace rights that that kind of thing um but they're oh. there as well to help talk through it so if you don't have anyone around who can help you with your pay slip acas i can't actually remember what it stands for acas um but they they are there to to help as well but um, you can call them and get that advice and go through your pay slip if you like but we do a lot yeah. of work to make sure that employees are paying the minimum wage because there are um things we can do if they're not um but if you if you if you feel you're not getting paid the right amount, put the complaint in, and then we pick it up and and take it from there and go and make sure everything's correct. Wow, well, it's just, it's just nice to know that because in my little narrow-minded world, the minimum wage was for like you say over twenty-three working full time, ten pounds something, and under that, I didn't think there was anything at all. So it's great to know that actually there is that protection for. The people who do just do the summer jobs to tide them over or the part-time job whilst they're only doing, you know, 15 hours a week at college um, and picking up another job just to fill the gap in, um, to know that there is a minimum that they should be picking up because yeah, I don't think we realise that. I don't think we know. I think it's kind of a, well, you're lucky to have a job at this age. So be polite, good manners, go and work a hard day and take what you get and be happy with it. So yeah that's no, it and I, th and I think from from our generation Rachel I think I think you're always if you were perhaps brought up under the sense that you had to prove yourself to get a good job or <laughs> you had to work hard to really earn a job I think I certainly remember that feeling when I was younger that you know you yeah. put in a week for free to prove yourself and that that doesn't apply now um, yeah. people need to be paid 
honestly and fairly. If you have people working for free to prove themselves, that's when you end up in a mess um, and things get abused. That's why the national minimum wage is there. So um, just check. If you feel you're not getting paid right, there's no shame in reporting it for us to look into, uh, none whatsoever, because there's a good chance um, that it's happening to more than one person if you're being underpaid. And that way you're doing all your colleagues a good service. And perhaps there's a tendency, you know, for companies employing people who work through the summer to, you know, they might want to cut corners. They might think, oh, I can save a few pounds here and there. And that that's that's not allowed. That's that's illegal. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, if employees are listening to the, the podcast thinking, well, I do my best. We do. We've got a lot of support available for the employees. They can access the employer's guide on gov.uk on calculating the minimum wage as well. We work and have um, lots of videos and webinars available on our gov.uk site for employers to help them get it right first time to pay the minimum wage correctly. Which is brilliant because like you say, it's not, you know, when you're 16 years old, you've just done your GCSEs, you're aware you want to do something and it's not easy to find those jobs. So I do applaud the people who who do employ those kids who are under the age of 23 and stuff. And and yeah, with all the support and the awareness that's out there, it, it can be an easy win for everybody if it's if it's just done the right way and the knowledge is there. So it's yeah. great to know the support's there both sides. Um, but yeah, as a parent, I certainly had no idea that actually there was when you were under, I think I thought it was when you're under 18, but obviously there's a sliding scale on it even more so than that. So yes. yeah, which is great to know. I had no idea. No idea. We've learned something from this podcast, haven't we, today? Indeed. I'm full of it. I'm literally, and I haven't got your app, and now I'm going to go and download your app because I'm like, well, actually, I'm not at the point of clicking the button for the 31st of August myself, but I'm not far off. So I will have that there. So I know I don't forget because I had no idea um, about all this stuff. So I, I admit myself, I was a skeptic to begin with, Simon, for how a conversation with HMRC for parents <laughs> of teenagers was, was going to work. But actually, this this has been such a wealth of information and something that is so simple to put in place, but makes such a difference in so many different ways for the teenagers and for peace of mind for me as a parent to know there is an easy way and that they can manage this and not lose the piece of paper and get paid fairly and adequately for what they're doing. And I can still get the child benefit and not think, should I, shouldn't I? Oh no, I don't want the payment to stop, but how do I, it's just been brilliant. So thank you so much for your time and your knowledge um, for sharing it to, yeah, make sure parents uh, and teenagers are are getting the best end of it and yeah, doing things in a non-complicated way for once. Hurrah. Thank you for having me on to talk about it today. No, it's been brilliant. Thank you. So my last question is, if there is any questions or anywhere for anywhere anyone to go, um, is there, where would you say is the best place? Download the app and have a look, go to your website. What would you advise? Yeah, yeah the easiest place I found by far um, to access the information we've talked about today is on the HMRC app. The okay. second option for me would be gov.uk. There is a okay. whole wealth of information there, but just to break it down into what we've talked about today. If you search child benefit on gov.uk, you'll find a little walkthrough page that will tell you if you're eligible, what you can claim and how you go on to claim that uh, uh, help if your child is going into that full-time non-advanced education. If you want to then look up about the national insurance number and how to access it on the app, again, gov.uk, search national insurance number, that will talk you through all of that. 
And if you want to find those numbers again for the national minimum wage for summer jobs, the ages, the breakdown, who it applies to, uh, gov.uk, just search national minimum wage and it will talk you through it all on there. Magic. Absolute brilliant. Brilliant, brilliant. And just for one last time, when is it parents have got to tell you that their children are staying in non-advanced or approved educational training? What's that date, Simon? The 31st of August. Hooray! <laughs> just in case it wasn't clear, let's just make sure it is. Superb. Thank you so much for your time, Simon. I really appreciate it. It's a pleasure. Um, so that's it for this episode. Thank you so much if you've listened this far. I really hope you've enjoyed it and found it useful. Don't forget to never miss another episode. Please click the subscribe button on whatever platform you're listening on. As always, if you have any feedback or ideas, please do get in touch. I always love to hear from anyone who's been listening to these. You can find me at teentherapistonline.com for my website or Facebook and Instagram. I'm Teen Therapist Rachel Martin. I will always reply, so please, if you have anything you want to let me know about or ask about, please do just get in touch. And if you're feeling really, really lovely and you're listening on Spotify, you could leave me a review, which would really mean the world to me. Once again, I'd just like to say thanks, and I hope you have a super lovely day.